what's for you cannot pass you and what's not for you will never catch you. I think so often we feel like we've missed opportunities or we've missed things. And at the end of the day, it's your dreams and your destiny is assigned to you just like your name. It is yours and it is your birthright. And no one can take what is yours. It doesn't pass you by. I think sometimes we live in this limited time frame or this mindset that if something doesn't happen in the time or in the way that we expected it to, that it won't happen at all. But what's for you, what is meant for you, what has your name on it, will not miss you. Welcome to the Soul Greatness Podcast, where we help you tune into your soul so that you can elevate your greatness. We are back. We are ready to rock and roll. Or should I say, we are ready to rock and soul. I'm your host, Romeo Marquez Jr., international speaker, success coach, best-selling author, and a lifelong student of personal fulfillment, success, and greatness. If you are new here, thank you for stopping by and tuning in because what this show is really about is actually you tuning in, tuning into yourself, tuning into your soul, tuning into your greatness, tuning into the goals, dreams, and desires you wish to attract into your personal and professional life. See, one of my mentors, Wayne Dyer, said, abundance is not something we acquire, it is something we tune into. In this show, I interview some of my dear friends who are world-class experts, industry leaders, coaches, creators, best-selling authors, athletes, and more. And we talk about entrepreneurship, health, mindset, happiness, passion, purpose, and messages they would share with the world if the world stopped what they're doing to listen to them. These powerful conversations will reignite your soul so you can level up your greatness and help you live your ultimate destiny. And if you're someone who is looking to make this year, this decade filled with greater opportunities, blessings, and breakthroughs, or if you're someone who's ready to make a greater change or a shift in their life, check out my 21-day guided meditation called Destiny Decade Meditation. It's a free guided meditation where in week one, we cover the themes of gratitude, intentions, and clarity. In week two, we cover focus, taking inspired action, and self-care. And in week three, we meditate on inner peace, expansion, and abundance. It's 100% free. Just go to RomeoMarquezJr.com forward slash destiny meditation. All right, so I'm super excited to share with you my special guest today, my dear friend, my soul sister, Monique Coleman. Monique and I connected about 15 years ago, and since then, we've done workshops together. We did a mini-series on Instagram together called In The Flow with Mo and Ro. We hold each other accountable for our goals and dreams. We've had many, many soul-filled conversations on living out our greatness, our talents, our gifts, on living a purposeful and fulfilled life, on what we can do to expand our life. Let me share with you a quick bio of who Monique is. Monique Coleman is an Emmy-nominated host, producer, philanthropist, speaker, and an actress mostly known for her role as Taylor McKessie in Disney's High School Musical series. You might have seen her recently on Lifetime's Greed, a Seven Deadly Sins story, and will be reprising her role in High School Musical, the musical, the series on Disney+. Whether it be competing as a contestant on ABC's Dancing with the Stars or being the United Nations Youth Champion, Monique continues to light up the world with her creative gifts and love for humanity. So without further ado, let's welcome Monique Coleman. What's up, Mo, my soul sister? It is a gift and an honor to have you as a guest today, and I look forward to this powerful, soul-filled conversation we're about to have. Same. Thank you so much for having me. 
So I just gave the audience a quick bio of who you are and what you do. Go ahead and share a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Well, I am an actress, as you know, and I also consider myself a champion for humanity. So first, what inspired you to get into acting? You know, honestly, acting is something that came to me, I think, more than anything. I was a natural performer. I was that kid that put on performances for my family. I, you know, read arbitrary things as if they had meaning, like, you know, the phone book or the periodic table. <laughs> I also uh, talked way too much in class, and I was very fortunate to have a really wonderful teacher in third grade who identified that my talkativeness wasn't necessarily that I was a bad student. It was it was potentially that I was an artist. And so my mom then enrolled me in acting and dance and, and all these different types of classes. And I think I landed on acting because it was the most encompassing. It was the opportunity to do all of those other things as well. And ever since I, I started, I really did fall in love and it's what I've done since. And how about you being a champion for the human experience? I like to say it that way because I I really care about people and I I try to use everything that I do and all of the gifts that I have in order to reflect back to people their own enoughness. I think we have this kind of subconscious pursuit of perfection that has been enhanced by social media, whether it be the pharmaceutical industry or just so many industries that are trying to correct things that I don't necessarily always perceive as problems. Mm -hmm. And I try to use my life and my life energy to hold space for people and to hold space for what it is to be a human being inside of all of our imperfections and to hold space for people to know that you don't have to be perfect to have purpose and that your beingness is more than enough. And by kind of sharing that and championing that, it also helps me to move through my life with more grace and more compassion. What would you say are some of the biggest lessons you've learned up to this point in your life? I think some of the biggest lessons is that it, it doesn't have to look like what you thought it was going to, that um, some of the, the ideas that we put in front of ourselves are limited and that when we leave space for God, the universe, however we want to see it to surprise us, it usually exceeds our expectations. Um, I've also changed my relationship with pain. And with things not working out, I look at rejection as protection or redirection. Instead, I, I perceive that when things don't work out it, or, or when you think things aren't working out, it's actually often working out for your highest good or the highest good of all. And we don't always get to see the full scope of what that is or means. Based on all the top artists, producers, directors, worldly leaders, you working with all of them, what do you think they all have in common? I think a common quality of greatness is resilience, being able to bounce back 
from adversity, not dwelling on the things that don't go right, but looking at them as lessons or opportunities and turning your setbacks into a setup, really. You know, most really successful people that I know have sort of mastered or become better at time management and balancing. And that balance doesn't have to be 50-50 that they spend 50% of their time with their family and then 50% of time working or it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to do with equality, but more so to do with making choices that support the whole of the person and practicing mindfulness in some capacity, I would say as well. Speaking of mindfulness, what do you do to practice mindfulness? I exercise because that's something that I do for my physical body, but also for my mental health. I would like to say that I meditate. I do, but I don't, I don't do it as much as I would like to. Uh, one thing that I have gotten into, though, is going on YouTube and listening to sleep meditations. So I listen to like affirmations or frequencies. And I'll type it in, you know, sleep meditation for confidence or sleep meditation for letting go or different things like that. And it feels like the lazy way, but I still honor it because I am still setting forth the intention to clear my mind. And so I often, I'll usually start it if it's like an eight hour recording, I might start it a halfway or two thirds of the way through so that I do have time where my brain can shut down completely but I do it pretty often that I listen because the subconscious mind, many may not realize, is really kind of what's driving our experience. And so I know that my conscious mind can be aware of what I want and, and know how I want to show up in the world and so forth, but I'm still being driven by some of the thoughts that I don't even know that I have. And so I really work to reframe my subconscious mind by using some of these tools that are available in order to support myself. I love that. And it's free. And, and it's, it's free. free. <laughs> yeah, and it's free. What would you say is one of the most difficult decisions you had to make in order to pursue your destiny? I think that the most difficult decision that I made actually happened in the last year when I uh, left a 12-year relationship. I was with the same person for 12 years. I was married for 10. And I recognized that I had trauma bonded. And, you know, I'm sure there's multiple definitions, but, you know, for whoever's listening that may have never heard that term, what I mean by that is when you connect to someone through pain and when you outgrow that pain, you outgrow that person. I've struggled with worthiness my whole life. I've struggled with my own enoughness, which I think is why I'm such a champion for others. And I have really, in, in some ways, felt challenged by my own pursuits of greatness and wanted in some ways to prove to myself that I would never prioritize what I do over who I am and over the life that I've created. And I just think, I think I prematurely committed to a lifelong relationship 
having not actually gotten to know the depths of my own soul and the depths of myself. And truthfully, there's a Marianne Williamson quote that our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. I think that quote is true for me. I think that there was a part of me that was afraid of the life that I was ultimately pursuing and wanted to be safe. And so I took a route that seemed like the right thing to do, although I knew that there was more that I desired out of life. And so coming face to face with that and recognizing the truth in that and letting it go so that I could be who I am now and and be more than I probably even know, that was a very, very difficult decision, but one that I'm extremely proud of. Thank you for sharing that. I know it's not easy to share, but you, again, being the champion of the human experience, you role model just that, being just the powerful you. you, the powerful truth that you are. And I do want to just add one more thing that that came to me, which was that that's not the first time I've done that, though. I left home when I was 17, and I come from a single-parent home. It was just my mother and I. And I remember people's reaction to the fact that I, at 17 years old, was moving from South Carolina to Chicago alone. And granted, I was going to go to college, that still was a very long way to go and to not know a single person or have any family. And so as I was telling the story about, you know, leaving my relationship and how truly difficult that was, I immediately also was reminded of the fact that when I was 17, I remember being terrified of leaving my mom and leaving home to go someplace I'd never been. And then when I graduated college, I had never, you know, been to California except for one time when we did a showcase and I left Chicago to come to California to pursue acting. And so, you know, as I'm like, I guess, reflecting on my own story, I'm recognizing that there is a pattern there. And part of that pattern is leaving the comfort of my own experience in order to have an even greater experience. I've heard this somewhere, but just about pruning essentially and how you don't prune a tree because it's not bearing fruit. You prune a tree or a plant in order for it to bear more fruit. And so I think my pursuit of greatness has been one where even in the midst of things being good, I recognize that sometimes you have to let go or prune your own self or your own experience to make room for something great. And that is a very difficult thing to do, but it is the difference between goodness and greatness. Wow. That is powerful. Oh my Mm. goodness. Mm. Or I should say, oh my greatness. So for those that are wanting to step into the unknown, whatever it may be, traveling across the world, uh, leaving my job, starting this new thing, letting go of X, Y, and Z, what advice would you have for those that want to step into the unknown, even though fear comes up and all these other questions that might show up in their mind? I will first of all empathize and say, I understand it is not easy. However... I think there's a way to look at life 
and perceive the unknown as a potential gift instead of something scary. So if you imagine, for instance, walking into your own home, if you were to walk in your house and it was dark, you, I mean, unless you're afraid of the dark, would likely not be afraid because you know where everything is and you can just turn the light on. And I think walking into the unknown can feel like, you know, the inside of a present, right? Like when you give someone a gift, it's wrapped in a box. And if someone were to give you a box and it was wrapped beautifully, you would be excited to open that box. You wouldn't feel afraid, like, oh my gosh, what's going to be in this box? You would know, oh, this is a gift that, and there's going to be something in there. And even though I don't know what it is, I'm excited to unwrap it, to get to the center of it, to find out what it is. And I think that when we start to believe that the universe is for us, when we start to believe that life is happening for us and that, that this whole thing, this whole experience is a gift, then we can take steps into the unknown the same way that we can receive a present from a friend or a family member and think, I may not know what this is, but I know who wrapped it. And I know that they would not give me something that was meant to hurt me. And so I think starting to walk through life, recognizing that if you look around and you know everything or everyone, you already know what that is. When you take a step into the unknown, yes, there could be something scary there, but it's more likely that it's going to be a gift. It's more likely that it's going to be something that is actually for you, that is going to bless your life. And so pursuing life with a perspective of positivity and openness and excitement, even if it's not what you wanted, it will guide you or lead you closer to that thing if you embrace it and accept it and welcome it instead of reject it or be fearful and only know what is directly around you. Wow. Again, oh my greatness. <laughs> <laughs> Powerful. Since this show is about leveling up your greatness, what would you say are three ways people can do just that? First of all, you have to make room for it. Mm. You have to make room. I think far too often we make excuses <laughs> for why we can't do certain things but we are all allotted the same amount of time. Although we may not have the same number of resources, we can access opportunities by shifting our perspective. So number one, I would say, is to really take a moment to assess where you are, where you've been, and where you want to go. You can't really move forward if you don't have a sense of those things. If you're not where you wanna be, there's a reason. And blaming or outsourcing or making excuses is not going to get you there any faster. Very practical example of this. Uh, I have a planner, like a written agenda, like a day planner. And recently in my planner, I started highlighting certain things of significance. So I highlight dance classes. I highlight workouts. I highlight auditions. I highlight meetings. And I do this in different colors. And now at the end of the month, I can look back or at the end of the week, I can look back and I can literally see my love. You have these goals, but honey child, you only tended to it one time or three times or five times. And so getting really honest with yourself 
and really clear about what is actually happening and what isn't actually happening and not necessarily passing judgment about that, but just becoming really practical, I think is a very important step to leveling up. Number two is accountability. You and I have been accountability partners for each other for well over a decade. And I, I literally don't know in some ways where I would be without you. You've been such a driving force in my life. You've been this person who, whether we are constantly checking in or not, I know that you are holding me accountable and you know that I'm holding you accountable to being the best version of ourselves and at minimum being in constant pursuit of that. And so having that accountability partner, that accountability team, whoever it is, but, but sharing your dreams, sharing those things with, with, with the people that you love. And a third thing is to not neglect your mental and emotional or spiritual health. I think we sometimes uh, are willing to sacrifice things that when, if we were to achieve the thing that we ultimately desire, that one thing could be the difference from keeping it. You don't want to get somewhere and then not be able to keep it. And if you ruin your health, mental, physical, emotional, or otherwise, if you neglect your family in the pursuit of something wonderful, now that's not to say that you may not have to make certain sacrifices because you likely will. But if you neglect the things that you ultimately care about, that then when you achieve whatever it is that you're desiring, it's not going to do for you what you think it will. So it's really important to really figure out what your priorities are and to honor them. And this might be a fourth thing, but I just also want to say that there are seasons. There are seasons for everything. And I'm currently in a season where I'm having to pull back from some of my relationships, not because I don't value them, but because I have to value my goals and my dreams more in this moment. And there are times where you can't party, you can't hang out, you can't eat the family meal with everyone else or whatever it is your goals are, there are going to be times where you do have to make certain sacrifices. You have to do things that are unconventional that other people may not understand in pursuit of that greatness. And it's okay if other people don't understand those things. You can communicate them to the best of your ability, but success and arriving at the places that you desire will always speak a lot louder than trying to get everyone to keep up with you as you're making these leaps and bounds. Amen to that. So you being a champion for the human experience, what would you say is the purpose of the human experience? I believe that we are here to love each other deeply to expand our consciousness, to protect our planet, to feel into our aliveness. I believe that we are here to be on this exciting ride where we get to be alive and we get to witness and experience each other inside of that aliveness. I used to think that you know we had to achieve some some great thing. And I don't know that that's true. I think we're here to, to be here and to, to taste it and to just 
live, you know, to the fullest and best that we can. In your opinion, how will people know they're on the right path to their life's calling? I don't know that you know that you're on the right path because I don't know that there is a right path. I think that your emotions are indicators of your experience and that you should listen to them and pay attention to them and not always try to manipulate them. So when you feel dissonance, listen. When you feel aches and pains in your body, listen. When you're rubbing up against certain experiences, listen. Now that doesn't mean that conflict or challenges or adversity is the end of something. That doesn't mean that you're not supposed to press forward. And I think that that is one of the biggest misnomers or or mistakes that we make is that when things get difficult, we think that we're meant to back down and that, that, that they're meant to be over. That's not necessarily true. Sometimes the experience that you want is right on the other side of that pain, that adversity, that fear, that challenge. Because I do think that our challenges, if we perceive them as lessons, are just like a doctor, you know, taking another test in order to be able to be, you know, to heal you or to save you in a moment of crisis. And so when when we're tested or life presents us with things that feel like they're they're holding us back or they're restricting us, they're actually sometimes applying the pressure that's needed in order for us to be birthed into the greatness that is available to us. And we sometimes stop right before we hit that moment. So it's really important that we don't just take the challenges that come as an indication that it's over because it's it, it might just be beginning. That's good. Because sometimes yeah. we, we go, oh, I guess it's over. On to the next thing. But it's like, wait, hold right. on. This is actually leading you to the next best thing or the next great thing that God universe has in store for you. So keep on going because just keep watch. Going. Just watch. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've been also been playing more with just the idea of, of rest, <laughs> you know, like, yes. like, let yourself rest, let yourself yeah. breathe, let yourself just be, you know, we're human beings, not human doings. So, right. you know, life is not about just all the things that we're going to do. It's also about who we're becoming. Yeah. One of the things I'm learning more and more about life as I get older is mm. keeping life simple. You know, not so much being a minimalist, but more so getting rid of like the unnecessary things, whether it's in the mind, in the house, around the office, in my backpack. It's just those small things that can create mess, which can create stress, so forth and so on. But I'm learning to just simplify more, you know? Yeah. I think it's important that we don't hold ourselves to who we used to be or, or to who someone sees us as, that we are allowed to change. If you're listening to this, you are allowed to change. You're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to change your goals. You're allowed to put everything down and just live. Greatness is however we define it. It's whatever we perceive it to be. And when we compare ourselves to other people, when we when we compare ourselves to former versions of ourselves, we lose. And so it's okay to it's okay to change, to change your mind. And to be someone different at the end of the day than who you started out as when you woke up in the morning. That's right. So for those that don't know, Mo and I had a series called In the Flow during the pandemic. And so Mm -hmm. my question for you, Mo, is for those that are in the season 
of difficulty or seasons of just going through stuff? What would you share for those that want to get back in the flow of life? I would say breathe. Find a mantra if you can. And a mantra is a word or phrase or saying or something that you can hang your hat on. We all need encouragement. We all need support. We all need something sometimes to, to guide us and, or scripture, whatever it is, you know, find something to put in your mind that you know is true, that you can hold on to in those moments of adversity. Also reach out, let people love you and also love others and give what you need. Sometimes when we're in really tight spots, we think we have nothing left. And yet, if we look around and we give what we have, we actually usually get more of it. Mm -hmm. And so in moments where if it's love that you're lacking, be more loving. If it's money that you're lacking, believe it or not, give, release, let it go. If it's success that you're craving, help someone else, help them realize their vision. I think we are often on an island by ourselves, you know, and we were not, I don't think we were meant to be that way. I think we are, we are communal creatures. And the more we get out of our own way and out of our own, like just hyper-focused experience, the more available we are to give and receive. So one mantra, if someone needs one, is just that this too shall pass. Mm -hmm. Nothing lasts forever, literally nothing, including our lives lasts mm -hmm. forever. And so when you have a beautiful moment, don't hang on to it or, or cling to it, but just simply whisper to yourself, you know, more please. And when you have a difficult moment, know that it's there to teach you something and trust that it will pass because it always does. What do you know for sure? I know that we have a very limited time here. And I know that what we do matters and who we do it with matters more. And so the choices that we make and don't make have an impact. So I know that if we make choices with others in mind, with love in mind, with compassion in mind, that it always leads to something beautiful. What do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered as someone who cared deeply and created work, like who, who made art that was uplifting and inspiring and motivational. And if the world stopped what they're doing to listen to you right now, oh, like, oh, Mo, Mo's about to talk. What would you share? I would say that your dreams were given to you because they are meant to happen and to be realized. That the thoughts and the ideas in your head matter and that if you can hear my voice, know that you matter, that you were born for a reason, and 
that you are so loved and that love is really all that there is. Let me rewind that. Let me watch Mo again. again. (laughs) Yeah. Love that. Thank you, Mo. Thank you. Now we're going to get into a rapid fire Q&A that you didn't know about. (laughs) Cool. I love that. Uh, So just answer with the first thing that comes to mind. But first, uh, let me just get grounded real quick because all that was just shared within that give or take half hour spoke to my soul in many great ways, thinking about Mm. just different things. And for those that are listening, I'm sure one message, one thought, just that you just opened them up to like new possibilities or I didn't think about it like that. Like, really, I can step into the unknown life Mm. doesn't have to be this way. And I think sometimes as we go through life, it may be through us that it's for somebody else, like part of the channel to, to uh, teach the greater message for somebody else as we receive from other people, other channels that they're living, whatever they're going through for us as well. So we're all going back to just life is, is we're all communal creatures. We're all connected in yeah. some shape or form. So yeah, again, thank you. you just inspired one more thought, which is Please that do. what's for you cannot pass you and what's not for you will never catch you. I think so often we feel like we we've missed opportunities or, or we we've missed things. And, and at the end of the day, it's, your dreams and your destiny is assigned to you just like your name. It is yours and it is your birthright. And no one can take what is yours. And it doesn't it doesn't pass you by. I think sometimes we live in this limited time frame or this 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 mindset that if something doesn't happen in the time or in the way that we expected it to, that it won't happen at all. But what's for you, what is meant for you, what has your name on it, will not miss you. But what you do need to do is become the person who's able to receive it. Amen. Things are not hap- not happening sometimes because they're not meant for you. They didn't happen because you're not ready to receive them because of who you will be down the line. And so I think it's important, especially if there are any young people that are listening, that being early is just as bad as being late. And so you don't want to get somewhere before that place is prepared for you. So slow down, breathe, relax, look around. The platform, the, the place that your dream is meant to be incubated or the, the space that you're destined or the people that you're destined to impact may not even be born yet. We don't get to control what happens. We just get to control how we respond to it and what we do in order to create that. And I just... I want people who are out there who might be feeling a little itchy, who might be feeling a little behind, who might feel like they've missed the boat to know that as long as you have breath in your lungs, that the opportunity is still there for you to realize your greatness. Amen. Amen to that. I could keep on going. Mo, I just (laughs) always love our conversations anytime we connect. As you know, we can go forever because we have gone forever, <laughs> hours and hours. <laughs> For sure. It's like, what? It's already nighttime. Um, exactly. But again, it's just soul. We're just soul, soul connected, not just so connected, sure. but soul connected. All right. Yes. Rapid fire Q&A. Answer with the first thing that comes to mind. Here we go. What's your favorite word? Empathy. What's your least favorite word? 
hate. Morning person or night person? Morning. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Oh, personal trainer? One of your favorite quotes. When you come to the end of all the light you know, and it's time to step into the darkness of the unknown, faith is knowing that one of two things shall happen. Either you will be given something solid to stand on, or you will be taught to fly. Ooh, Edward Teller. That was good. That was real good. All right. A song that gets you in a good mood. It's called Super Bloom. I'm not sure who it's by. Finish this sentence. I couldn't imagine living without. I couldn't imagine living without my tribe. Best piece of advice you've ever received. Nothing in life is life or death unless it's literally life or death. <laughs> That's good. What advice would you give to your younger self? Stop trying so hard. The most useful product or service under $100 you've invested in? Meditation. Bam. Uh, if you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would they be? Martin Luther King Jr., Michelle Obama, and Gandhi. And what would be one question you'd ask them? Does it get any easier? <laughs> Great question. Uh, what do you think the world needs more of? Compassion. A lot more. What do you think the world needs less of? Fighting. What does a person need to be happy? I think a person needs peace. What is your personal or professional motto? I have a new one. I'm worthy. And last words of advice for those that want to pursue their purpose, their passion, their calling. Never give up and take plenty of breaks. Mo, thank you so much. Where can people connect with you, find you, hire you, book you, whatever the case okay. may be? <laughs> Call me. <laughs> Marvel. <laughs> um, <laughs> people can find me. I think Instagram is probably the best place. And my Instagram is underscore Monique Coleman. That's the easiest place. And then there's, there's actually even an, an email on there that if you really want to connect with me, you can, you can message me there. Again, thank you. It was oh. such a powerful, soul-filled conversation. I got so much from this. Uh, my heart is full. My cup is full. My my soul is full. I'm so full. Ooh, <laughs> so just thank you. That, I appreciate you more than you know. Thank you so much. Me too. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for spending time with me and Monique Coleman on the Soul Greatness Podcast. If you appreciated this conversation and found value in it, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast to catch the latest episodes. And of course, please leave a rating and review. And as mentioned earlier, if you're ready to manifest the decade you desire, because I know you do have some big goals and some big dreams you want to accomplish, go ahead and download my free 21-day guided meditation at RomeoMarquezJr.com forward slash destiny meditation. It is my gift to you. Until next time, keep believing, keep moving forward, and continue to ignite your light with the world because the world needs you.